Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Presently, there are two kingdoms that exist, the kingdom of this world and the kingdom of God. It's one thing to acknowledge that this is true. It's another to fully understand the truth of this reality. Today on Drawing Near, Jesus guides us to choose and focus on the kingdom of God. Please take your Bible and open it to Luke chapter 12 and follow along as we study Seek God's Kingdom. And again, as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And Father, we thank you for the spiritual discernment, the enlightenment that you give us regarding spiritual things. Truly, for the majority of the people who have ever walked in this world, there has only been one reality, this world, the flesh and blood reality. And even though they may be aware of a higher power or some kind of spiritual entity, a divine being, they did not understand you as you desire to be understood. And Father, we thank you for making yourself known to us through your word, through the gospel, and through your Holy Spirit. Again, Father, we ask for your guidance as we study your word. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Luke chapter 12, verse 29, Jesus continues talking to his disciples, and he says, And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. As Jesus moves through this instruction of his disciples, he's doing some subtle things. He's talked about fear, and then moved from fear to worry, and worry is a type of fear. But while he was dealing with worry, he also was dealing with covetousness and attention to what we wanted or what we needed. And now he transitions from that to seeking. And what he tells us in verse 29 is very, very clear. He tells us not to seek what we should eat and what we should drink, nor have an anxious mind. We are not to focus our life's endeavors. We are not to spend all of the precious resources of our time and energy primarily just trying to live in this world. We're not to seek. We're not to pursue eating and drinking and having an anxious mind a worrying mind. And Jesus says the reason for this, the reason why we're not to do this, is because these are the things the nations of the world seek after. Everyone is focused on eating and drinking and worrying. And Jesus tells us, and your Father knows you need these things. Jesus clearly says God will provide these things for us. We need to be seeking something else. We need to put our energies into something else. Now, I believe what he's talking about here is not whether or not we go to work, not whether or not we go to the grocery store or how we spend our money. I think he's talking primarily about what is the focus of our hearts and minds? What are we drawn to? What is it that we pursue? Can your life be summed up by pursuing material things, the things of this world, the things that will become rust and dust, the things that are not eternal? 
Or is your life focused on eternal things? God created us to eat and drink. God created us to need these things. He knows we need them, and he's going to provide them. And we need to understand that as Jesus is telling us that God's going to provide them, he uses a very intimate term in doing so. He says, your father knows you need these things. Because God is our father, our father will look after us. He loves us. And Jesus says, so knowing all of these things, verse 31, but seek the kingdom of God. Matthew says, but seek first the kingdom of God. We need to have our hearts and minds focused on seeking the kingdom of God. There's so many people who say, I wish I had time to study God's word more, or I wish I had time to go to church or to serve the church more. The truth is, we all have the same amount of time, 24 hours in a day. It's how we focus our minds, how we focus our hearts that determines how we use that time. You have time to study God's word. You just have to focus on studying God's word instead of seeking after other things. There are a lot of people who are so focused on seeking after material things that they don't go to church on Sunday because they go to work. They want to make extra money. There are people who don't go to church on Sunday because they want their kids to play soccer or baseball or football. They're not seeking the things of God. They're seeking something else. If you were to quantify your energy, your focus, your desire, what is it that you focus your time, your money, and your energy on? You focus it on the things of this world? Do you find yourself spending 90% of everything that you have on living and breathing and functioning in this world, acquiring, buying, selling, growing, leaving 10% to God? Or do you find yourself focusing the vast majority of your time, talents, and energies on God and seeking his kingdom, growing in him, serving him, doing what he says? And the rest of your life just supplements that endeavor. Is that what Jesus is talking about here? I believe so. He says, but seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. God will give you what you need as you seek the kingdom of God. In verse 32, Jesus says, do not fear, little flock. There's that fear thing again. There's that worry thing. For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. As you seek the kingdom of God, God is pleased to give it to us. God wants us to pursue it, and he's not going to withhold it for us. He's not going to keep these things and make them difficult for us to acquire. So in verse 33, and here's a very challenging verse, sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail where no thief approaches nor moth destroys. In other words, rather than acquiring in this life, surrender, sell, get rid of your excess. Now that's an important term, right? (laughs) What is excess? Uh, Do I need to have a fortune amassed, like Dave Ramsey might say, for my retirement age? Do I need to only serve God out of my abundance and my wealth? Should all Christians be multimillionaires or millionaires when they retire? How does that jive with what God is saying here? God says he's going to supply our needs. We are not to be irresponsible. 
but we're also not to focus the vast majority of our efforts on material things or on protecting and providing for ourselves. The summary statement in all of this, verse 34, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That gives us a sense of perspective regarding all of these verses. Wherever your treasure is, whatever it is that you value, that's where your heart will be. And Jesus is saying, our treasure needs to be with God, God's kingdom, the Father himself. And if our treasure is God and his kingdom, then our heart will be there as well. But if our treasure is our bank account, if our treasure is our 401k, if our treasure is our house or our comfortability with what we've amassed, then our heart is there as well. A Christian's heart needs to be in eternal things. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for these truths. And I pray, Father, that you'll give us discernment and understanding them, but not just understanding, but applying them to our lives as well. Help us, Father, to do this in an ongoing, ever-increasing, faithful sort of way. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.